0: Good morning, everybody. This is Peller from SRP, Strategic Response Partners. And with me in the studio here today at Space Coast Podcast, I have a special guest, Rob Baba from EMC Secured. Rob is an MRSA and MRSR. He's designated Master Restorer with the IICRC. And he is an indoor environmental consultant, certified trainer in mold remediation and cleanup. He has a wealth of knowledge about what we're going to talk about today here in the studio. <clears throat> and for those of you who have joined me before, Strategic Response Partners is a disaster response company, and we specialize in incidences such as COVID-19. So today we're going to talk about um, uh, preparation and uh, how to deal with uh, the this pandemic pandemic episode and uh, and prepare. And we're now going to be em- embarking on responding to it, and then the recover response part. Rob, good morning. How are you? Morning, Peller. How y'all? Thank you for joining me today. He came from Orlando. Um, Thank you for actually changing your flight to Puerto Rico. He is going to be required to provide his services over there. Strategic Response Partners was over there during the hurricane. And uh, thank you very much for adjusting your plans and spending just a little bit of time to talk about something super important today.
1: Not a problem, Peller. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, Thank you. Could you tell me a little bit about some of your background, uh, your MRSA and MRSR, so our guests today can understand where your knowledge is coming from and the advice and and some of the data you're going to be supplying today?
1: Yes, ma'am. Well, my background is 25 years extensive in this disaster recovery industry, majority of it in environmental mold remediation, things of that nature, bacteria cleanup, biohazard cleanup, and that kind of thing. And as you all well know, the virus situation is, and this pandemic is all new to a lot of us. But we're we're making do with what our knowledge is and what we know how to do things.
0: Yes, I understand that the strain is changing and it's evolving. And there is uh, two different strains of it. So it, it keeps mutating, which is that's what, what our situation is. We're really trying to get on top of it. And uh, one of the most important things are, uh, we're going to talk about today is, you know, staying calm, focused during the time of crisis. And our job today, Rob, we're not talking about finding a cure, but we are talking about mitigating the situation. That's correct? a key
1: word, mitigation pillar. Exactly. To mitigate is it, to do what? Is to stop the damage, to stop the leak, to stop the, the further damage and that kind of thing.
0: Right, right. And, uh, you know, it is in our industry that we stay on top of many reports from you know infectious disease centers organizations and government and we try to stay out of the main stream data so that we don't create hype I mean our big thing is really staying calm prevention is key so we know we have a problem and and I would liken it if you can tell me where you feel on this one it's like a gigantic hurricane
1: well creating routines is yeah. important yeah preventive disinfection routines things of that nature right we all have routines in our home or in our business in our environment every day in our environment we do what we clean we do our dishes we do our mopping we do our sweeping we do we do wipe downs that kind of thing right right so in addition to that planning and pre-planning for things of this nature creates a double-sided routine what we what I call preventive disinfection routines
0: okay excellent and we do definitely want to let everybody know that um is, as I was referring to, the hurricane is in the sense of it is all over the United States. And I don't mean we have a hurricane. I'm just saying we have an incident and our incident is now covering globally. So we want to talk about that. We also, Rob and I want to talk about, we are specializing more on the commercial side. It's not that we don't feel that the immediate public and one by one individual is not important. That's not what we're saying here. What we're saying is when we take care of these larger institutions, they do give back to the community and provide the structure and support that we need. So our areas of expertise, um, Rob and I have been involved in several incidences, different states, different um, tornadoes and hurricanes and, and things of that nature. Uh, so if we get the infrastructure secured and it has the ability to provide back to each of the individuals in the community, we can get back together and get back on track quicker. Exactly. That goes, that
1: goes back to, to, my, to what we were talking about just a few minutes ago, preventive disinfection routines, meaning every commercial building has janitorial service, maintenance service. Why not add a routine? biohazard fires, cleanup service as well and that's basically the what we're, what we're going to be able to do and accommodate it throughout our industry right now trained yes. professionals that that are remediators and mitigators are able to to clean up after storms after major catastrophes this is a major catastrophe when we call it a pandemic that means it's worldwide at this point
0: Yes, exactly. Correct. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to give a little bit of background on strategic response partners. Um, You guys probably have visited the website. If you haven't, I'm going to give you uh, a brief background for us. You know, strategic response partners has responded to not only the H1N1 SARS MERS outbreak. It has the experience and expertise along with our certified environmental consultants, such as Rob, um, to Um, not only, you know, remediate properly, have those protocols put into place, monitor the entire decontamination and sanitization of the coronavirus. And then, you know, uh, we follow by the outline of the CDC. So it's really important. You know, Rob said we have our daily, you know, disinfectant kind of a uh, routine. But we are talking about having specialized teams, led by experts such as yourself and the reason why we do that is if you mishandle this situation and rob this is where you're going to give me that that information back if we mishandle this sanitization decontamination the biohazard waste and also how do we remove or dispose of this um, we're cross-contaminating correct well you're cross-contaminating if it's not
1: applied properly Understanding the project, first of all, mm-hmm. each building and each situation is going to be different as anything else in life. Exactly. Understanding the life cycle of the virus is, is important. Transmission of the virus, mortality, symptoms, incubation period, means of transmission, and the type of occupants in that particular building. Knowing knowing your client, basically knowing the situation and understanding How long, if anybody's been infected in that particular building, anyone has been sick prior, even if they haven't been infected by the coronavirus. What are the normal operations, things of that nature?
0: Excellent. That's an excellent point. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about um, uh, my gym. We'll talk about my gym just because it it just came off the top of my head. Uh, LA Fitnesses around the country are closing. Mm. So those buildings now people are taking a preventative Mm. measure. Let's say nobody was uh, tested or swabbed. They closed as a preventative measure because we are social distancing ourselves. We're trying to break the chain, which I think is very proactive. And we're all about preparing. So that building. Please tell me.
1: Perfect time at this point for that for that organization to put together a plan, a strategic plan of action, meaning bring in an, a, a strategic response partner program, bring in their, their professionals and that kind of thing to to create a sound plan across the country, across their their, their facilities to disinfect, deodorize, do sanitize
0: excellent so now Rob you would be one of those specialists that actually heads up this specialized crew in this building you make sure that they've donned on their proper PPEs we've got safety containment you're running the protocols and with that leads us to the certificate of clearance on that building this building is now prepped and ready to go and it has got you know like a hospital clean room grade behind it so when business resumes this certificate is relie- relieving that general liability should something happen in the future. Is that correct? Is no,
1: that- no, no, no. Okay. Let, let, let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. Excellent. All right. We put together a plan of action for that particular building. Correct. For, say, we call protocol. The protocol is going to say this is the, the proper PPE. This is the proper containment levels. This is how the – if there has to be any removal of any biohazard waste – or materials. This is how it needs to be addressed, how it needs to be bagged, that kind of thing, and disposed of by, obviously, a licensed professional. And then the remediation, as we call, commences, and we start with that. And after the remediation is complete, we come in and retest the area, the entire area, to make sure that everything has been secured. At that point, if the area is a clean room ready, we, we certify it. But that does not change the fact that as soon as the doors open, the environment changes. We cannot guarantee that the environment is going to stay that way because, let's say, somebody else comes in that, has, that is infected. How do you maintain that? That is the question right now. That's why people are, are backing off. And closing, closing the shop.
0: Sure. So for that business owner, it would be advisable that they get in front of cleaning their building That's why while becau- they have time and resources, prepare the building, have it ready to go for when we resume exactly. natural life. Exactly. Okay.
1: And then it becomes a routine maintenance thing.
0: Excellent. Excellent. That's
1: why I mentioned that earlier. It's become part of your janitorial service or your maintenance service, your, your weekly, your monthly, whatever it is, part of that becomes your sanitization and And disinfection. Yes.
0: Excellent. So our ultimate goal with that is to obtain a safe to reoccupy. Exactly. Okay. excellent. So let's talk about another one. Um, uh, We are working now with ALFs, so uh, assisted living facilities. And I think some of the business owners, my biggest question that I came across was, well, we're in the facility and we are not letting anybody else in. So obviously our crews are coming in properly dressed how does someone move about the building in that space? Because we do have people that are going to stay there. Also, let's talk about the prison system, very important. We obviously know that they're occupied there. So could you address that particular building and that entity?
1: Well, that's two different entities, but well, first of all, the uh, the, the, the
0: assisted living facilities, facilities,
1: Mm -hmm. it has to be unoccupied, we cannot I cannot justify putting a solution or chemicals in a in a occupied area and not feel that someone would have adverse reactions to it. So under that goes back to understanding the occupants and their and their health status and things of that nature. Maybe, maybe moving folks around.
0: I think you're being summoned back there. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, uh, a report that I had or heard early this morning, uh, we had somebody had visited back into the United States and he was via obviously remote, kind of like we're doing, um, Dylan Ratkin, and he had provided a report about Italy. And he had said that something that's advantageous for Americans is that we are social distancing ourselves because it's like a big wave. We're waiting for it to come or kind of like the hurricane. We know that there is going to come when the swell, when we kind of crest up to the top of uh, maybe cases. And he said we have enough facilities in America, whether it be schools or whether it be colleges or universities, to set up for... Uh, possibly the sickness coming for us. So these would be great facilities now that the colleges and schools have been closed down and we have a nice large size to prepare that facility should, should we need it. Could you talk a little bit about that?
1: Well, that's that's obvious. First and foremost, anything that we do in this, in this type of situation, our work zone, what we call work zone should be unoccupied That perfect opportunity For us to be able to put together a perfect situation is is by doing doing implementing the program in that kind of setting
0: excellent excellent so those uh anybody in the school system superintendent maybe in our districts would uh if they're going to be considering to making those facilities available in our community it would be a great time to get in touch with the appropriate company one such as yourself to uh, get into the facility now, examine it, put together a plan. Uh, that, that's
1: basically where, where mm-hmm. SRP, where you guys excel, is actually creating that that that, that, that program.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. So, um, you know, what we want to talk about is we're in the prepare and we're going to be responding to something that's coming our way. Um, and, and And in saying that, you know, you can send your building plans in. You can have your policies reviewed. Um, from what I'm understanding, uh, SRP knows that there is coverage out there, and these type of business interruptions and expenses for you know proper containment or you know proper uh, decontamination of a building, protocols. so that it's yeah prepared yes. and the protocols that go with it are or what's needed in hand. And it's the time now to get in front of it. Would that, would that be your advice? I mean, because obviously that, in six weeks, eight, eight not weeks from now. That's not just my advice. That's
1: everybody's <laughs> advice. That's, yeah. that's, common, that's common law, common knowledge. Yeah. It's best, best practice to be prepared and get this, get this ready to go. I would recommend that, and I would suggest it to anybody out there, any, any industry, any, any facility. Excellent. Risk managers, your duty is to do what? Is to assess the risk, prepare, prepare the risk prepare the facilities for that type of risk and bringing in an SRP and their partners people like that to facilitate that type of endeavor and to train your maintenance staff for long long long-term commitment.
0: Excellent Um, so in a few minutes we're going to take a break and when we get back we're going to dive a little deeper into Rob's expertise and he's going to tell us the importance of Hiring the correct environmental consultant to head up the project of remediation, and I want to stress this, you just can't turn around and hire your everyday remediation company (laughs) because of their proper equipment. Uh, their solutions. uh, Licensing. Licensing, exactly. And Rob's going to dive into that. This is great information, you guys. Um, When we get back, please stay tuned. Get a pen and paper out if you need to write some checkpoints off for yourself and hiring your company. Thanks.
1: listening to space coast podcast home of the greatest podcasts on the space coast if you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show email us at space coast podcast at hotmail.com space coast podcast talk hard are you in the market for a new home perhaps you need to sell your old home and downsize or relocate Hey there. My name is Jesse Hall with EXP Realty, and I offer professional real estate services right here on the Space Coast. Give me a call, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Again, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Buy, sell, invest with the best. Find out more at 321-BuySellInvest.com. Join us for the fresh, new, For Your Best Self podcast with Drs. Anita Saluja and Rebecca Novo of Dermatology Plus Plastic Surgery. We will reveal the facts about techniques, trends, products, and procedures to be your best self. The first and only podcast combining the synergy of aesthetic dermatology plus plastic surgery. Search For Your Best Self on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify.
0: Hey everybody, it's Peller from SRP, Strategic Response Partners, at disaster management company. And today we're talking about COVID-19 and we're talking about protocol plans and preparation. I have with me today in the studio at Space Coast Podcast, Rob Baba. Uh, he is from EMC Secure. So thank you, Rob, again so much for being with us. He was headed on a trip to Puerto Rico to assist them down there. And he has graced us with some time this morning. And on our second half here, we are talking about how to go about uh, taking your precautionary steps and your uh, pandemic preparedness. So as we left off, you know, we want to emphasize you cannot just go out and hire your everyday remediation company. And I'm, I'm sorry, I know we might have some local, you know, relationships here but when we're talking about the liability that is behind this we're talking about the seriousness of this strain that just keeps mutating and so it is very serious you're going to have to bring it to the next level correct rob
1: correct and grace is a strong word but thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, rob and i have been in a multitude of different situations we were out in uh, wilmington north carolina and uh, that too had its own incident. Much Pig poop. yes, Pig poop. oh Pig yes, God bless. <laughs> um, the waters rose, and yeah. unfortunately, uh, those little animals did not make it. And in um, and, and an episode began through that. It yes. was uh, the, the waste and the hazard behind it. So um, he has a lot of experiences. Just one of a few uh, adventures there but as we focus back in on COVID-19, Rob, um, please tell me, I mean, you are the specialist that heads the team up. Uh, You've got the protocol on each individual entity and envelope because they're all different.
1: I'm glad you said the word envelope because understanding the building envelope and the building science behind that envelope, understanding your HVAC systems and how, how it operates, a trained professional has to understand that not only has an understanding of, of the process, but understanding of the building itself, and how it's pieced together.
0: Yes, exactly. Is key. And your PPEs. Um, I just saw the Senate break, and there had a bunch of people in there wiping things down, and I just have to say, I love the enthusiasm. I love that they're giving something. I love everybody's washing their hands. We should have always been washing our hands, but um, but I washed them a few minutes ago. <laughs> we did. We have sanitizer in the studio. Yeah. But having your proper PPEs, you know, what are, I've seen people wearing uh, gear, you know, they're donning gear, they're passing out, they're not doing, it's crazy. So they're creating a little bit more of a problem that they need be.
1: Understanding, understanding mm -hmm. your gear is just as important as understanding your building. If you're not gear ready, meaning if you don't understand how to don and doff your, your gear, put it this way, with this beard, I'd have to shave it off before I put on my PPE.
0: Okay, so that is amazing to me. Like, mm-hmm. even the smallest details, we have to understand what goes into that. So could could you maybe tell me, you know, some of the things, if if uh, someone was to hire somebody inexperienced, what their repercussions are? This is a, a probably a great way to put it because we really want to know Repercu- the ugly re- side of rep- that.
1: When you say repercussions, it just... If it's somebody, life-threatening it's, at if this point. If somebody doesn't understand, once again all the segments of, of what's going on, all the components, I'm sorry. One, you're building envelope, the building science behind it, the the situation you're dealing with, meaning this situation, the COVID-19 the, and the coronavirus, understanding how to deal with bacteria, understand how to deal with microbial contamination, understanding how to deal with those kind of entities. If you don't have knowledge of that, in my opinion, you need to find someone that actually understands the that process and has a full background and their, their staff and their, and their personnel are all OSHA trained and certified
0: Yes, and that is a great point. Um, you know, we have strategic part- mm. uh, partners throughout the nation yes. that have those certifications behind them. There's also proper licensing that you have. You have proper equipment that is used at the facility. For- and remember,
1: proper equipment doesn't always guarantee the good work. The equipment that is utilized must be maintained efficiently and appropriately. I've seen projects where people have equipment with filters and I I hate to say this I'm I'm not going to I hate to even say I thinking back about it that has not been have not been changed out from project to project oh my so what are so what are you doing you're moving you're moving one situation from to oh my another gosh. situation yeah things like that, that that's why people like me are on site that's why people bring us in to facilitate an and create oversight on a project
0: excellent yeah cataloging that checking in the equipment making sure that everything's clean because that is just a a layer upon layer of disaster I mean definitely that uh, that can create that and then also the disposal I mean we were in the panhandle together and I will tell you I will tell you I saw a building and all of the debris was actually unbagged and it was asbestos and it was a a big company that had done that, and I just couldn't believe it, and it was still sitting out there. So let's talk about, you know, moving on to this side of the spectrum. What could happen if a company, you know, mishandled the the bio-waste or, you know...
1: Meaning the company that has been hired by a building facility or the building facility itself?
0: Let's talk about both sides. Thank you. Well,
1: let's put it this way. The the contractor holds liability when, when they sign... When when they they sign a contract with that facility owner or management company, mm-hmm. they assume liability of that of the building.
0: Okay. So when
1: so when you are removing asbestos-containing material, lead-based paint-containing material, mold-contaminated material, bacteria-contaminated material, in this situation, the virus, if you're removing anything like that, you've assumed liability. And when I just when I say liability, not only the fact that you're, it's coming out of your pocket eventually, it's you, the moral aspect behind it, an ethical aspect behind it.
0: Yeah, this is life. This is what right. we're talking right. about. You're our talking jo- about Our lives. job
1: as a professional, and my duty is, as a professional is actually a duty. It's not even my job. It's my duty to honor that commitment to helping and assisting people and servicing
0: okay and as for our building owners uh let's talk about them it is their due diligence i mean they've got they have a responsibility behind that in the workplace
1: to their occupants to the to the workforce not only not only do we have to understand osha regulations for worker safety but it's also for occupant safety yeah it's not just a regulation just for the workers but but also for the occupants okay. in that facility excellent excellent it point. doesn't just go to construction workers remember that folks not just for construction workers.
0: Right. And uh, let's talk about maybe on the civil side. I mean, our law enforcement and uh, our fire departments. I mean, um, that is also very important to them, too. I mean, we really need to talk about they're out there in the field. They're the first responders. Even their own facilities probably need. Think about
1: their vehicles. That, to me, is crucial. Think about the folks that are coming in and out of their vehicles. Who knows? Right. So, maintaining that accru- once again that goes back to the preventive disinfection routine maybe create a disinfection routine with a fogging with a wipe down that kind of thing on a routine level
0: right so a protocol for them even yes. in their own daily activities they, exactly. is they have to still put themselves out there on the line exactly which, you know yes ma'am we honor them we honor those guys guys and gals for sure thank you uh, very much for all your service every day and every night for right. sure
1: you guys are heroes
0: definitely heroes in our book for sure so um rob let's talk a little bit more about maybe um what would be at the top of your your point of mind to bring to the public
1: understand what we're dealing with okay and understand what can be not what it is right now what can be and how we can create a long-term plan yeah that's key
0: Yeah. And I think that's a great point because this is, we're at the infantile stages of it. I mean, we're, we're only, I guess, estimated maybe nine to 10 days behind uh, what, what Italy is, but um, we've still got months in front of us where they're perceiving that we are about to have like a surge in the wave and we're truly, really trying to flatline what's coming our way. And we're doing that through that social distancing We're doing it with this building preparation. We're uh, trying to give some information to you guys that is extremely helpful. This is, you know, getting in front of it and uh, really securing your community. I just think it's the right thing to do. And I think this message today is the right message to have. Staying calm and focused in the time of crisis um, and mitigating the situation at hand so we can stay on task and get back to our everyday lives, and maybe with a newer understanding of uh, what we have here.
1: Touché. Exactly. Remember, we're not scientists, but we listen to scientists that work with the CDC and people like that, and we even follow the EPA guidelines, things of that nature, in remediation protocols. That's why we do what we do. We follow the people with knowledge. We do, and now we're asking you to follow protocols that we put in place that cover what the scientists give us as an understanding of what we're dealing with.
0: What particular licenses should somebody carry? Um, I know even actually out on the road you need licenses, so maybe you could give me a little bit of maybe background on that so that Not, our listeners could well, hear.
1: Let's put it this way. Not every state uh, requires a license for, for mold remediation, things of that nature, but there are a few out there. But certifications and, and designated designated understanding of of what what you're doing
0: excellent excellent all right so we're going to go to a quick break and then we're going to conclude for today and uh, we thank you for joining us throughout our program today Um, we always want to give some public uh, uh, service to the communities and get in front of our situation as a disaster management company and stay tuned we'll be back in a few minutes Hey, guys. It's Peller from SRP, Strategic Response Partners, Disaster Management Company, and we're at Space Coast Podcast, past Space Coast podcast today, and I have with me my special guest, Rob Baba. Uh hey. Rob, thank you again. He did reorganize his plans from Puerto Rico to join us for a little bit to give some great information to all of our communities. I asked everybody, please share this information. SRP is global. I serve domestically throughout the United States. We have partners in every city across the nation, certified partners such as Rob. They're heading up these specialized teams. We are talking today about COVID-19 and we're talking about pandemic preparation Um, how to secure your building envelope um, in in a forward-thinking capacity. We're going to conclude today. Uh, We went over some great stuff, some great information in there. We ask that you reach out to us at SRP, uh, so Strategic Response Mm -hmm. Partners, srp24.com. We have a 24-hour live dispatch at 888-582-5848. You can always connect to me, either via Facebook, um, my uh, Instagram, or LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Uh, Through there, you can get in touch with Rob as well. Um, He is one of our leading specialists in, especially in the area that we're talking about, COVID-19 today. And Rob, would you like to wrap up with some stuff for the public, please?
1: Yes, ma'am. Well, thanks for having me again. Pleasure. But one thing that I really wanna want to want to say is the importance of understanding the building that you're dealing with and understanding the potential health risk and the liability that we're dealing with when I say liability I don't only mean your pocket liability I'm talking about ethical liabilities and moral liabilities how do we how do we how do we plan how do we prepare and who do we Who do we bring in to help us facilitate the situation are important and understanding who those folks are and if they have a plan like you guys, like the strategic response partners.
0: Exactly. So, uh, you know, again, I will tell you, you can give me a call. You can call even into our uh, dispatch number. Uh, You can set an appointment up. We can, uh, you can send over the building plans. We can set up uh, some pricing sheets for you. We could talk about some plans for you. At this moment, uh, half the country, three-fourths of the country, is actually going remote. And uh, so we can do everything via the phone. You don't have to get out anywhere. Uh, we could, uh, with those building plans, you know, create a plan for you and then actually start commencing and getting on to, to, to cleaning the building and getting it prepared. Right, Rob? Most Definitely. Absolutely. And then you're prepared for reoccupy. And uh, that occupancy with your uh, clearance is very important. Takes that liability out of it for the uh, asset owners. That's,
1: that's where you get your validation of, of things have been done properly. And not only having that is having a team like, like, like the strategic response partners, EMC, people like that, that actually are creating an oversight of the project. You're not there just to put together a plan and, and say... Do, do what you have to do to get it done. You're there, you're monitoring, you're, over, you're creating oversight and you're validating the situation as it goes along. Absolutely. And you're training and you're teaching as you're moving.
0: Yeah, so we are executing that entire mm-hmm. process for you. So um, you know, reach out to us. We definitely would like to help you. I think, uh, gosh, to me, I always say a cup of coffee at this point it's really just a phone call. <laughs> we're having virtual coffee with everybody yeah. um, sip, is, sip. is worth a million. And it's about saving lives. And that's our first order of business that we're in business to, to do is for sure is to save lives. And so this is kind of where we're at today, you know,
1: being prepared is being excellent
0: yeah definitely well thank you so much i want to thank rob baba for joining us today and uh we look forward to seeing you i will be doing some webinars and a couple of virtual uh checkups as we go through rob good luck to you in puerto rico be safe out there we want to see you come back we have a a lot more uh a lot more things to conquer in this world together okay yes ma'am excellent thank you everybody please be safe i look forward to connecting with you
1: thanks guys out